Short Track Racing Connection. Broadcasting from the S3 studio and presented by All Weather HVAC. This is the Turn 4 Podcast. Look for us every Tuesday where all major podcasts are found. Like us on social media at Turn 4 Podcast. And now, DJ, Zach, and Brian, take it away. Green, green, green. We're actually recording this week. I can see it on the board. There is verified. Yeah, it's verified. There is an SD card in there. We'll see in about two hours. The amount of sh- the amount of shit I got this weekend alone at Wall <laughs> Stadium was just phenomenal. I feel yeah. like we should do like a little test just to verify that. I did. I, I already I, did. I, yeah, I, I, I did look, uh, but it is red. There is an SD card in there. So if this does not upload, eh, well, nobody will hear is, this. Well, <laughs> valid, valid point. Valid, valid point. point. Valid point. So a mm. pile of us. Yeah, it really a was. pile. Oh, goddamn of us. family went down. It was great. And that was like not even all of the interest. That's why really? I said like, yeah, yeah. All right. Yes, I said that on last week's podcast. That never made it. To yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> DJ. <laughs> there was a. Yeah, we had a pile of people Shrapnel. going. Um, yeah. Had a lot of people that want to go or express interest in going. I, I just started telling people like after the first 10, I was like, you are more than welcome to come. More than merrier. Awesome to have you. As far as actual help on the car. Yeah. We don't really need any we more good. help. Yeah. So we good, baby. Even at that, though, was, I mean, yeah, what was there, 15 or 16? Well, there was like 15 or 16 as far as we're, we're at the trailer, more or less. Yeah. And at the house and the hotel. Well, there was more because you had the goddamn heater going. Yeah. yeah everybody right. found their way into the <laughs> tr- Dude, that was fucking cold, boys. Yeah. That was the coldest I've been on a racetrack. Heated socks, heated gloves. Are they on the way? On order. <laughs> for the bash. <laughs> on order. That's fair. Listen, Zach and I had this conversation on the way down. I'm okay to be cold. Like that, being cold does not bother me. It bothers the fuck out of me. But when my feet get so cold that you can't, I'm it. I'm out. I'm out. I'm a bitch, and I'm the. I'm not a. I'm a bitch, and I'm not afraid to admit it. You, you, you get my hands cold, and you get my feet cold. I'm out. I'm out. Anything else? Like you, my core can be a little chilly. I'm okay with that. But when I had two sweatshirts, a winter jacket, a winter hat, and gloves on on Saturday, and I, right. I, I'm sitting in the grandstands, I'm like, fuck this. Yeah. Literally, so FYI, you need to buy between a 24 and 32-inch TV. Yeah, no, I, I oh, dude. got that idea. And I, that, I, yeah. We probably will idea. do that. And scoot, scoot me, Zach, Scoot, and I had the great idea. So you buy one TV, but buy two of the same mounts. Well, it was, well, it was Cody was the one that started that whole thing. Yeah, streamed it on his phone. Cody streamed right. it on the phone, and then him and Scoot were watching, and then I was like, this is fucking freezing cold. I'm going to go in the trailer. Yeah. I was like, oh, we're just watching it in the trailer. We can watch everything <laughs> from the trailer. Right. But if you got the same TV, with, or you bought the same mount twice, you could mount one to the side of the pit cart and in the trailer. Right. So you could just well, you could have the same TV. Like, I mean, you could, yeah, yeah. At that point, though, I mean, probably just get like a you know a twenty-two inch TV for the pit guy that could just be mounted on the pit. Yeah, yeah. Cyber yeah. Mondays, you can get a like thirty-two a 30, inch, right? a thirty-two or thirty-six. Or thirty-two whatever. So like eighty bucks, right? I was gonna say you can probably get both of those TVs for under one hundred fifty bucks for oh, yeah. both of them. That's what I mean. like, <laughs> like, yeah, that's great nowadays how cheap TVs are. But yeah, that's that has been a thought before. And I mean, I got if you want a fifty-five for the trailer, I've got one downstairs in my yeah, basement. There you go. There you go. Is it smart TV? <laughs> yeah, because it is. Yeah. Because li- you can have the fucking Lightning thing. made a good point. 
Lightning's like, this would be good for like when we go to New Smyrna and you can't see the whole track when you're right. on pit road. So you can right. see Well, that's even going him, on. like he said, like when we go down to the bash here in a couple of weeks, like having a TV for those guys probably wouldn't be that bad either to be able to just stream it from your phone and straight it, to the anytime TV. Anytime you're stuck on the infield, it's yeah. great to have that. Yeah. And even for qualifying when you're timing and stuff. You know, like a yeah, lot of times true. you just watch the timing, you know, you can't see the track. You're not going to be able to see the scoreboard a lot of times. Yeah, so just put just the race monitor, race monitor up because yeah, you can just, mirror your yeah, phone. Yeah. yeah. I've been I on, th- I on think, crews that do that, so. I didn't yeah. think about that either. Yeah. That's actually pretty. I loved last year at New Smyrna. I loved because that was my first experience in with a pit road and mm-hmm. like being, being able to see the intricacies of pit road. But like I, I, I watched – the front stretch and I couldn't see it's dude I'm t- everybody that says you know? like oh man I'd rather be in the infield I'd rather be in the infield they're not wrong like I there's times where you want to be in the infield so you can see what's going on and behind yeah. the scenes and everything else but as far as when your buddy's actually racing the last place you want to be yeah, is in the infield as far yeah it it's great for action it's great for everything else the details of of what's what, going on the, the whole nine yards but as far as watching a race it is the it, worst thing the ever. worst spot if you there to watch a race don't go yeah. to the infield yeah. and it's like you know you and I talked about you know this weekend I had the opportunity that if I got cold, I could just walk back to the trailer, mm-hmm. sit by the heater at the bash. When I'm spotting for weasel, you don't have that. Option. I don't get that luxury yeah. of just being like, fuck this. I'm going back to the trailer, which is why I bought battery operated socks and battery operated yeah. gloves because, yep. you know, poor Dan freezing his nutsack off up in the fucking spotter stand or whatever that little elevated platform thing was. But mm-hmm. it was interesting to, to listen to Dan and listen to the difference between Dan calling a race and Dozer calling a race. Mm-hmm. I've yet to hear you on the radio, so I don't know what you sound like and what you give. But it's two. It depends on the driver, though. Styles. And yes to and an no. Extent, like I feel like Dan and and Dozer almost very, spot on the same, similar. buddy. And of really? course, that, yeah. Dan taught Dozer. Yeah. Oh, really? So that's a lot of the the wording and, and the you know the verbiage and the, the, the tendencies you know, the style and the tendencies and everything are very similar because of that um they just you know dozer took what he learned from dan and then made his own his own little way so there there are slight differences i don't feel like there's a lot of differences. there's not and i and, and, and for me listening to both this is not me shit talking you this weekend by any means but there's also a difference when you're fighting for the lead spotting and fighting for your life <laughs> spotting yeah, yeah. And and that's again, that's not me trying to pick on you this past weekend, but like you and I got to that point where we had enough conversations that this is what I'm looking for, this Mm -hmm. is what I want, this is what Dozer does, this is what Dan does, whatever it may be. But when you're just trying to fight to stay in the lead lap and just ride and save some tire and you know, trying to figure out a new track, it's a lot different than at Claremont where you're running first or second, where you're like, Hey, it's a forty chasing a forty two, it's a forty two chasing whatever. Yeah. You do a lot more of that when you're headed not heading forward, but when you're in the lead, you can do that a lot easier versus when you're 15th running with a pack of six cars, you don't necessarily always have the time to be like, okay, yeah. like you heard, Dan would sneak it in every now and again of like, hey, it's a 80 chasing a 90 or a 90 chasing an 80. Like, hey, let that guy go because he's just on a fucking, what you, right. driving the piss out of it, whatever, <laughs> Drive, yeah, driving yeah. the snot out of it yep. or whatever, you know, it's just... Which we, and we kind of had both, right, in this one because there was really the, the way they... They both do it or whatever, and the way I'm used to is if you're in a pack, it doesn't matter what lap times are. It matters who's the outside, who's the inside, where they're at quarter, they're at your door, they're at your bumper. You know, it's all that stuff so you can just determine what to do to gain position, maintain position, whatever you got to do. You're fighting. You're in a a pack. Um, 
it's only once you get singled out that you start doing lap times. And then you're talking about who's coming, who's going, who's this and that. Okay. And we had both, right? I mean, the first part, we had 15 laps more on our tires than the majority of the field because yeah. we missed freaking time trials by one spot. Yeah, it was uh, f- three one thousand. Three one thousand. Yeah. Um, God damn it. Yeah. Here's the same. Me and Cody Rose had, had uh, talked before, or like over the last week, and Dozer too, about what uh, you know what was a qualified time, right? Yeah. Uh, and like you looked at all of it, and for the last, uh, like we went out and practiced the first practice on Friday, and actually went right to the top of the board with a, a twelve two four. And uh, that was having never been on the track and this and that. That was not a time trial setup. That was, you know, that was like, there was a lot of things were like, all right, that was pretty decent. That was a lot better than I thought. So it was, we go back and we look at that. Where would 1224 put us? So we look back the last three years and it was right like 12th, 13th place. Yeah. And they take 18 in time trials. So we're like, well, shit, we're good there. And then we went out in time trials and I turned to 1222 which would have put us like 10th. Yeah. So I'm like, all right. So like we turned the 12 to two and I'm like, we'll be fine. Uh, I even said that over the radio. I'm like, well, that at least should put us yeah. in the show. Yeah. And then, and then they fucking Hirschman goes out with a fucking 11, eight. And this like, guy's a fucking 12. Oh yeah. Like, Holy yeah, shit. Yeah. yeah. They started clicking off wicked times. Of course it was cooler. I, that's about 10 degrees, 15 degrees cooler than it normally is for that race. Weird. So that would, make some sense that the times would be faster or whatever but uh yeah we clicked all the way back and ended up first spot out of freaking qualified dude what a sweat too we were just sitting you could have cut the tension in that trailer with a fucking knife and then it was you comes in and has for autographs in the middle of wicked nice guy you did it and you didn't bitch but i'm like man that dude's got a set of coconuts on him (laughs) well i'm sure he didn't didn't i'm sure he he didn't know he wasn't paying that much of attention to what was going on and we were told there's 33 cars yeah and 34 32nd had taken time and we were 17th yeah and i said and we knew who 33rd was and it was a good car i'm like well that that probably is going to put us to 18th we'll be safe and then they rolled one more car yeah and i'm like and it was a good car and i'm like You've got to be kidding me. Yeah. Sure enough. Just again. fucking missed it. Yeah. One, like, uh, what was it? Like the 31st car beat me by like the three thousandths yeah. of a second or whatever. Yeah. So like, you know what I mean? Like, you're just cutting, cutting, you know, hairs, splitting hairs, splitting at, splitting that hairs at that point. So it just, uh, and you qualified early. I qualified not, not early, not early. First. First. It's by draw down there. Yeah. <laughs> and it drew number. I, I didn't draw. I'll throw Aaron under the bus on this one. Aaron follows one and then drew for me and drew friggin' number one and drew 15th for tires. He drew first for time trials. So, yeah, that sucked. What a dick. But, yeah, I could have swapped those and been a little bit better off. Yeah, yeah, fair. Actually, no, I take that back. <laughs> this was the most insane tire trailer scenario I've ever Can seen. Can we in talk my life. about it? Because that absolute. was oh, yeah. that was an absolute and I have mind you, I have very shit show little yeah. knowledge, but the amount of stress everybody was under, because you guys were over at the tire barn. Everybody else has their cars fired, tires on, and they're on the ground. Our car still up in the air, cover on it. I'm like, what the but fuck every, is going on? But every, again they weren't race tires that were on. So right those weren't race tires on first thing in the morning. No, they were practice no, tires. No, they were practice yeah, tires. Yeah, but, yeah. But yeah, like, but that's what I, I had that conversation with Scoot because I'm like, half that field, the drivers 
picking tires. Yeah. I'm like, half the field's missing the fucking first 20 minutes of practice right now. And so, that you guys did. So break it yeah. down. Break it down. What happened? So, and I've been told now, I was told by many people that have been at that event multiple times and this and that, that more or less this the procedures and the rules and all this stuff more or less changes every year down there. Like Whose you, line is it anyways? Make uh, the rules up as we go along. Yeah. They said it's the most inconsistent That's a good set of rules ever. So, I like that. So it's not unusual, but you have to adapt quickly to whatever changes are made. Uh, now, granted, they opened the pit gates at 6.30 a.m. Yeah. both days, which was brutal. Yeah. The tire corral opened at 7.30. Should open at 7. <laughs> Should open, open at, at 6.30. 7 the night before, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> We didn't know, they didn't even tell us about how the picking was going. We knew we could get seven race tires, the four to start and the set three change tires. So any any normal sanctioning body or event, you just go by your, if you're going to use a draw, if you're going to use a pill draw, you go by the pill draw and you pick your seven tires and you're done. Well, they started that at 730 and then they inform us that you're going through, you have to pick your four tires that you're going to qualify and start the race on. You can pay for all seven, and then you got to wait for it to go all the way through the list, and then it's going to come in reverse order back through the list Snake to get the out. other three. Well, that's all well and good if you have enough tires. Right. And they didn't. Right. They freaking started running out of tires, especially left sides. You know, I figured everybody... Figured they were going to have plenty of, or wanted rights. Everybody grabbed rights, and I don't freaking know what the hell they did, honestly. But there was, um, yeah, they, they actually Now, those people that don't know, which t- which is, because it's two different size Com- tires. Compounds. Two different, si- two different sizes and two different compounds. So the rights are bigger than the lefts. Rights are bigger and harder than the lefts. Than the lefts, okay. Yes. And then this track, they use different molds than I've ever used before. The right side molds are the same. Those are the same as we use What's up here. What's a mold? The, the mold that the tires formed in when, okay. they, when they actually make the tire. Um, up here, we run the same tires, at M20s and the 20s and 30s, yeah. compound-wise, and 26s and 27s. Well, these are the same right side tires, but the left's a smaller mold. I think it's like a 25. I think it's still called a 26, but it's really not. 25.5 or something. It's a smaller um mold than, than what we use up here because they need more stagger because the track's so tight. The corners are so tight. You yeah. Have, you have to have more stagger. Yeah. And I mean more stagger. I mean, we we usually run anywhere from three to three and three-eighths, three-and-a-half or something up here. Uh, we're talking four-and-a-half, five. I mean, it's huge differences in stagger. <laughs> big Massive. bean. Massive. <laughs> big bean, bud. <laughs> and I've never even seen one of these left-side tires before. So I'm like, all right. You know, we'll figure it out. But like the first set we got came with massive stagger. And then the second set we came with like way less stagger, like not enough stagger. So it was just like just trying to adapt to this. But yeah, the the whole tire corral thing, I mean, we're the tire corral opens at 730 and practices at 830, 820. It was supposed to be supposed to 20, but they pushed pushed it to 850. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that was the thing, though, is I mean. They hadn't even gotten halfway up the list, much less back down the list when practice was supposed to start. Yeah. Now they were smart enough to go ahead and say, "Well, we're going to move the dirt the mods dirt. up and we're going to push the the tour mods back, and we'll give you a full hour." Yeah. But they only pushed it back thirty minutes. Yeah, it wasn't enough. It wasn't enough. It still was like 
they were starting practice and we were still more or less working on our other three tires. And then there was people freaking trying to hoard tires and protect tires and stuff that they were like way further down the list. It was just a, it was a shit show. It was just crazy. So when you go to pick tires, yeah, what, what's the situation? So it's just tires stacked on themselves. Mm-hmm. Usually right out, with rights, lefts with lefts. Uh, just out there. in general, like, or in so a trailer. In a, it was in a, well, there hey, was in a van. Asking, yeah. Are you asking about this scenario or are you asking about a normal scenario? What's a normal scenario? <laughs> normal scenario. Uh, uh, say MRS, you go there. They've already unloaded the truck. They got all all the rights with the rights, all the lefts with the left, and, and two big columns. And you you go down through and you you pick your tires out. It's and it's by pill draw there. Same thing. They let three teams in at a time or whatever. You go in and you pick your tires and you get out. You also can mount them and swap them if they don't size up correctly. You can bring them back and swap them until they run out of tires until you're happy. Um, Tri track and wheeling, you call Hoosier and say, you know. I'm going to be at this track for this race. They ask you how many tires you want, what chalk marks you want on the tires, the, the size t- chalk marks there. Um, and then they take and pick out tires with that split and this and that and put your number on them. So when they get there, they unload the whole trailer, but they put stacks. They'll put 25 NH tires in the stack, you know, nine tires, whatever it is that you're getting that night. And then when you show up, your tires are in the stack. They're marked. You pay for them. You take that whole stack Mount them all up. And you go. And if they don't, if something doesn't size up, you can exchange with whatever's left in the truck because they'll bring extras um, until until you're happy or they run out of tires. Um, This one just wasn't like that. This was, there was some on the ground. There was some in the the Connex box. There was some in the box truck. It was just like, and there was no, there wasn't even any like a rope to keep people out of it. It was just like this, this crazy friggin' disorganized disaster and they're supposed to mount them over over here in this tire corral that's big enough for about 10 teams and there's 34 teams and uh, like you're not allowed to swap they told us you're not allowed to swap and, and then afterwards and then afterwards once everybody's basically done, like, oh, in the swap in the middle of fucking practice at yeah. that you're in the car and yeah. they make the announcement they're like hey if anybody wants to swap tires we can we all looked at each other and we're like do we really want to tell them that yeah. <laughs> like do we really want to come over and like be like hey so yeah we were fortunate. Our tires mounted. I mean, our tires sized up great. So I really, yeah, it wouldn't often, have been an issue. But how often does that happen? Like, is picking tires that big of a deal? Yes. Oh yes, it's a big deal, hundred percent. Especially for models. So what are you looking? Who's everybody's for? chasing in a modified? Matt Hirschman. He spends probably twice the amount of time of any other competitor in the tire corral every single race. Really, trying so, to so, find the perfect tire. So how important is it? Pretty, you know, I would assume pretty important. Listen to some of his interviews. He's even mentioned made mention of it. He says if the if the stagger's off by an eighth of an inch, I'm either swapping tires or I'm making a chassis adjustment. That's an eighth of an inch of freaking stagger. So That's, I so you walk into this corral and how do you what are you? I mean, obviously, if it's like a trade secret, you don't need to say it's it. not a trade it's secret. Not a trade secret. What Everybody are you looking for? So you're looking for there's two things. You're looking for chalk marks, which are the there's. Literally chalk numbers on the 84, 84 and a quarter, yep. 84 yeah, and a half, whatever. Yep. 85. Um, yeah. From Hoosier. And you are looking for a certain split in those chalk marks, right? Uh, it used to be forever. It was a two inch split. You you bought 83 lefts and 85 rights and, and your stagger was, it got you in the ballpark, right? Now, for whatever reason, the last couple of years, the 
the molds are old or different rubber or they're newer. I don't freaking know. But you basically look for two and a quarter most of the time, you know, 83 and 85 and a quarter or 82 and three quarter, 85. But you look for that. That's like your starting point. And then, you you know, you look at batch codes. You look at the, the tire, make sure that you're not getting some old tire that's been around forever and this and that. And then the most important thing is that you're taking a tape and just measuring the outer lip of the tire, even though it's not mounted, you measure the outer lip and it gives you an indication of where that tire is going to be. And then you learn from mounting enough of these things that, you know, you're whatever you're looking for, say it's a two and a quarter tape split or two and a half tape split or whatever it is you're trying to do is going to roughly translate to your, your three and a half inch stagger or whatever it is that you're looking for. You just taking notes and figuring that out. Sometimes it doesn't even matter because you can tape a tire, you know, tape the the the, uh, the outer bead of a tire and it'll say it's small and then you put it on and the thing freaking is huge. It's massive. You know what I mean? But usually it, it comes in close, you know, somewhat consistent. Yeah. So just, you know, out of 20 tires you'll mount, you might get one or two that didn't size up the way you wanted, but it's usually pretty good. Um. And part of that could just be experience because we used to have to dismount a lot, and now I usually don't have to dismount many, you know, a few. Yeah. Um, unless you've got wheel and tires that are terrible and have like an inch and a half of stagger. Uh, but that's that's just a once a year issue. <laughs> so <laughs> supposedly they're going back to one set of compounds again instead of four like we had this year. So that'll probably see. be for the best, though, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. All right. It, it's that's we've talked about that before we've only run like seven wheel and races or something and we've had not success we're, we've done okay considering but out of the seven or eight races i've been on like six compounds <laughs> so how do you even start building a notebook yeah. for one of these things when the tires are different every single freaking time true so true 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 it's nice if it settles back out but so we go we get the tires tires shit show yes we get back to the trailer, practice time. Oh, right, 20 minutes into practice. Yeah, 20 minutes yeah. into practice, yeah. right? So we're yep. already late going out to practice. Yep. We hop in the car. <clears throat> um, you're fast in practice. Yeah, we were real fast on Friday, and we were still the same tires on Saturday. Uh, we, only, we went out for two or three rounds or whatever, but the car was really consistent. Yeah. And good. I mean, the times were good. We were, I don't know, hung around 10th for, or we were further up than that, but we ended up 10th, 12th, somewhere in there. And it, uh, the times were just consistent. When we'd come in and make adjustment and we're, we kept moving in the right direction, it would move even further uh, forward. And, and it just, for never having been there, the track is freaking awesome. I mean, yeah. <laughs> It's it's cool. It looks kind of like a lee surface, almost like it's abrasive. With Monadnock banking, with I mean more like more. turn one and two banking at Monadnock all is the probably, way around. That's probably the straightaways. Yeah, and then add a little bit for the corner. That's what DJ said. DJ's like, this is like a lee and Monadnock had a baby. Yeah, 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 pretty much. Um, very. I mean, it had it's very straight straightaways, uh, with tight corners, but the banking was. I mean, just sitting on the banking on the straightaway, it was like. Holy shit. Dude, yeah. watching that SK race on Friday Ugh. was one fucking wild, and we can talk about that, but <laughs> watching those things rotate, dude, Yeah, was that... 
I, I'm always impressed when I go to Monadnock and I watch Modified Rotator on Monadnock. That place, those those boys are fucking boogieing. Oh yeah, through the corners. Dude. Yeah, I mean, there's so much banking to hold it, and yet you're still tight. You know, or the the corners are so tight that it's just an intense track. And the, by virtue of having all the banking on the straightaway, when you head into the corner, you're coming from the outer edge of the track to the inner edge. Even though the banking's consistent, that it more it's it results in a drop. So when you turn from the out, outer, you know out against the guardrail towards the inside of the corner, the car unloads. So you instantly lose traction. You can watch it. Oh, wicked. Yeah. You watch these guys just float the cars like ass first down in the corner. It get, it catches on the banking and then you're you're right back in the throttle and then hammering climbing up out of the corner onto the to the straightaway again. And it's it was impressive. And yeah. and then what little bit of transition there is in, in uh banking feels like you're kind of unloading again on the straightaway, and you'll see the cars kind of yeah. coming out of the corner. Uh, it's <laughs> It was an interesting track. Like, I, I I saw it. I looked at it before I'd ever been on it, and I'm like, I wish this was closer to home. This thing looks awesome. And then I got on it, and, and we, like I said, we went out in first practice, and we, were, we actually went to the top of the board, and it was like, all right, yeah, I really wish this thing was closer to home. But it is an intense freaking track. Is no it doubt. abrasive? I, it was. I actually just unloaded the tires today, and, and I got to look at all of them and, you know, do all my measurements and record everything. But uh, it's it's kind of – it's like Lee's surface, but it isn't as abrasive. It Very much like – it's a combination of Lee and Monadnock, right? Yeah. Like, it's abrasive, but, like, Monadnock, even with the worn-out pavement, didn't kill the tires. Even though it looked abrasive, didn't have a ton of grip, it didn't totally kill the tires. Uh, Lee does kill the tires, but it's just somewhere in between, you know? Yeah. Um, the thing that really got me about it is worn out pavement, uh, transitions, elevation transitions, all this stuff, quarter mile. It's definitely only a quarter mile. I mean, we're at 12 second laps, right? 12, yeah. 12 flat. I mean, Matt was 11, nine and whatever. And the normal times were around 12, one, whatever. And, uh, where with the big motors, tour motors, six, we're on NASCAR legal carbs. You're probably six ten or 620 horse, something like that. And you're using all of it. And gear. I mean, we had a lot of gear in these cars, and you are full throttle from, you know, middle of turn two and middle of turn four. You are full throttle all the way down the straightaway and buried in the next corner because there's so much banking. Yeah. I was just blown away by how much throttle you could use in those cars on a short track and how <laughs> it just makes for such an intense race. I mean, even... Every pass there is intense. There's no, there was no lay down. There was no relax. There was no nothing. That everything about that was there, intense. There was never a breather. No, like yeah. at Claremont, I'm not saying you have a ton of time for a breather. No, but there's enough. But there's enough where you can, you can come, even in a street stock, you can come undone for a minute. You yep. can kind of just okay, yeah. yeah re- you can adjust re- yourself in the yeah, seat. You can reset yourself. You yeah. Down there, there's none. Like no. even just from looking at it from a racer's perspective, like you said, you could watch those guys, whether it be an SK, what even the even the four cylinders, mm-hmm. they did. They just it, all of a sudden it floated, mm-hmm. <laughs> stuck, come up out, rotated, floated, stuck. Uh, there's no time to just relax your shoulders, right. get yourself back into the seat, and reset. There's there looked like there was never more than a split second of shit. <laughs> We're already back into it. No, that's for sure. And and the races, I mean, that's I think you're alluding to it. The SK race on on Friday, Friday night. 
Bananas. And every freaking race, really. I Friday want it on every- record. Jimmy Blue got screwed. Jimmy Blue got screwed. In the SK race? Yes, on the restart. Screwed. Oh, yeah. When, what, when they did the Delaware restart? Yes. Yeah. Screwed. There was a lot of, well, screwed. I don't care what you say. I don't care how you try to justify that. I think part of that was a Jimmy Showtime blew it game. Oh, no, no. As well. There was was restart games. Don't get me wrong. Hardcore. But he wasn't the leader. Or was he? No, he was not the leader. leader. He was in second. He was second. And there is a very definitive start line there. Yeah, but did you you pay attention during that tour race? You guys were starting off a turn two. We're not talking Uh, about the tour race. There was the, the... that's what I'm, I was going to get to it, but yeah. that's what I was kind of alluding to is most every race was a shit show. Yeah. And most every restart was a shit show. Yeah. And it didn't matter which division. All weekend. About. Like every race. Four cylinders, show. fucking <laughs> legend cars. Yeah. It whatever awesome. those late model thingamajiggers were. Yeah. Like it didn't matter. It was awesome. <laughs> Let's talk about the legends race real quick. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. DJ. DJ I really some, wanted one. You have some weird hard on for these. Legends. Yeah. I love those things. But man, what they Uncle Scoot say? Of course you yeah, like them. They're, they're stupid. They're stupid. So of course DJ would want one. I was like, ah, oh, thanks, Uncle Scoot. That really fucking that hurts. Classic. But I mean, they threw the checker at lap twenty four for those guys. Fifty fucking minutes into the race. Yeah, yeah, I went to go get my jacket. There were still forty seven laps left. I come back, the race is over. I go, there's no way. Yeah, those guys ran after the no. shit show that was the first no. twenty laps. There's no way they finished it in a green no. flag. They threw the checkered flag. They ran out of time. But yeah. s- same thing. Four cylinders threw the checker early. The same thing. Yeah. It seemed like almost every race besides the SK race Friday night was thrown early just because it was. But let me, an- another point, and I'm not trying to track bash here by any means because that's not what we're here to do. Yeah. But to tell your people in the grandstands that this is going to take a while, oh, go yeah. to your car to get warmed up. How, what? Yeah. What? I will. <laughs> like, what? Yeah. What? I will give a quick shout out to the McClays. Because they go, to, they've been going down there like, like seven years, yeah. I think, in a row now, eight years or whatever it is. And Miles and Mark and Wayne both said, yeah. that all three of them said, like that's not it, this the is racing normal. is normal for down here, but them ending races early yeah. was the first time they'd ever seen that. It's just crazy. Shout out to Buzzy. Buzzy was fucking. He was having on time. one on Friday. Yeah, man, we had all Buzzy kinds of people on one. Dollar bets in the race in the fucking grandstands. We had all kinds of people joining in. Yeah, that if anybody if anybody bought the stream, go back and watch that Pure Stock race or whatever they call them. Yeah, the Seven X, the yellow and blue Seven X. We thought the guy that picked him was just keep trying to take a bad pick to get the first pick in the mod race. Nope. nope. That old man. And by the way, that guy was probably. 60 yeah 50 60 years old yeah the, the driver of that car he wheeled the piss out of that prelude dude from the back from the back to, to the, the front, front then to the back <laughs> almost <laughs> back to the front <laughs> and then got sent to the pits for leaking it was awesome dude but that like was just awesome like the legend cars man i don't know if it was just so many of them never raced against each other and not Maybe. sure what they were gonna all do but they stack shit up yeah Shout out to Carlos Grenier, who was having the run of Carlos, his life baby. down there. I thought he was going to win. I did, too. And then it just the car freed up, and he tried. He said it. He tried to protect the bottom, and he yeah. got turned. It is what it is. But, like, that race was wild. And then the SK race, man, just nuts, number one. Yeah. But number two, we won't dive too deep into it, 
But anybody that thinks that short track politics is just at your local short track, it is fucking far from it. Yeah, we could go deep state. Oh, dude, we could have a three-hour show on just that alone. Yeah, there were some some weird anomalies in that whole SK race. Your son's racing at the track you lease and you get the right call. Okay. (laughs) Okay. All right, all right, relax. (laughs) Anyways, that was from... He's not wrong. Yeah, he's not wrong. No. Yeah, I've never seen anything so blatantly obvious in my life. That was fucking crazy. That was, I didn't know that if was we wanted terrible. to dive into it. That was crazy. I mean, when friggin' the when the announcers are literally calling it for what it is, and then they're just like, and we're going to double up now. They just completely gloss over it because. Yeah, they yeah but apparently they went here. back and said that he spun on his own. And Tapley yeah. tweeted because Tapley, Tapley <laughs> tweeted about it. <laughs> Tapley's like, did they really just say he spun it on his own? I'm yeah. like. In quotes on Twitter, dude, he's such a good Twitter follower. You guys have to go follow Scott Tapley, Tapley man. He oh is the God. best Twitter, all sports related too. Yeah, like it's not just racing. That dude he's is a, a giant sports Packers fan. genius. Yeah, but I'm like, oh my God, like just yeah, he's not wrong. It was, but still, same thing. Hirschman goes to the back and still owns almost ends up winning that thing. Well, at, at the very end when Jimmy when no when Salamito and what's his uh, name yeah, got yeah, hung yeah. up off a of turn two yeah, and the yeah. fucking still got he was lurking still, in third. oh my god still still almost won the fucking thing with like two, with like two laps to go I looked at Miles and I go and look who's lurking in third place right now waiting oh, who's for these a twenty two to get together uh, Eddie McCarthy Eddie McCarthy it was Eddie McCarthy Eddie. And, and and Salamito got hung up together but I was like son of because I I had, I had yeah. I had McCarthy. Yeah, Eddie, yeah. <laughs> like, who, tur- who turned fast lap? Yeah. Qualified on the pin. But it was crazy. It, I mean, it was good racing. Like, yeah. Well, it, it was turkey derby racing. Yeah. It was turkey it, derby racing. It was the that bash. That was a show, baby. It was the 24 yeah. hours of the bash all over again. Yeah, I mean. Okay. So that was Friday. We we were talking earlier about Saturday. Practice goes well. We bring it in. Qualifying. Qual- we, go well, we go out. Time trials first. Yeah. Qualifies 19. Took 18. Yeah. Then you go out for the LCQ, which they there was two of them. They yeah. took three, three out of each, and then I think they took a provisional, didn't they? Sandbagger. They had a, they had somebody yes, that had a provisional. Had two, two, two? Provi- so they had a. There's two provisionals. There was a provisional based upon some freaking criteria, and then there was a promoter's provisional, which was okay. just a selection by the track. So you went out and kind of not real. I wouldn't say you laid it to them in the last chance. I would. Yeah, I mean it. It wasn't. Complete it, challenge. It was. Be, it was. It, it went as well as one could hope. Right. Yeah. Right. Really I'm not saying he won it by half a track. No. Like you won by about a straightaway. What helped you was Sap <laughs> beating the ever living fuck out of whoever was running second place. That's my guy, bro. You're in a qualified spot. Ride. Yeah. Well, it's, I mean, it, it is Sap. It's Sap. <laughs> I. I want it on record. I love Dave Sapienza. Listen, yeah, I'm not I fucking that, oh, love that yeah. guy. As far as personality, yeah, personalities no, goes, yeah. ten out of ten. I, mean, I fucking right? love that. Yeah. Guy. But bro, you have to use your head for something other than a hat rack. You're in a qualified spot. What the fuck are you doing? Trying to win. In all fairness, trying to win, baby. In, in Dude, all, what did it pay? Fairness. What did yeah. it pay to win the last chance yeah. qualifier? It Nothing don't matter. matter. Um, get fucked. No. <laughs> Dave Sapiens is my guy. I'll go to my. But grave that. On but that. that. What happened was is that brought the fourth place car into the mix, which started getting his back bumper beat on. Yeah. Where if you had just got in behind whoever the fuck finished second and rode, you would have had no... Uh, again, he got in. But we're there to race, baby. <sighs> yeah, you're there to race the 150 lapper. And he got in. 
What are you getting so mad about? Boy, because... Don't get so mad. I get fired. Like, race, Lisa, baby. Racing awareness is just not one of Sap's strong suits. No, that's not true. That's Sandbagger? Not true. Uh, he's a little wild on the track. That's just... <laughs> <laughs> he can be a little out of control on the track. I love it. He's And he's he is actually generally quite fast at wall, which yes. is where he started. I mean, that's where he spent most of his time. Whatever. Somebody I said, I didn't realize Sapiens had ever won a race, let alone a turkey derby. He did win Turkey Derby. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because they announced the past. Yeah, and somebody was like, he's got a win, let alone a Turkey Derby win? I fucking love that guy. Yeah. But let's go through the whole thing. I watched the replay of that, Concy, though. It wasn't just that Sapp was beating on on, um, Blake Barney. Yeah. Uh, Gumley, who was one of the regulars there, who showed really good speed, was beating on Sapp, too. Yeah, once so, he got there, though, it took him a couple laps to right. get to Sap's back bumper, yeah. but that was when he was beating on Blake Barney. Yeah. Like, dude, if you had just pushed Blake Barney a little bit, them two probably would have got away from the fourth-place guy. Yeah. Well, I don't know, because you look at Barney kind of almost lost it on his own going in a couple corners. So, like, he might have just been on dude, the free side. So did he, just did he lose it on his own, or did he yeah. Matt Hirschman no, lose it on his no, own? No, he actually, like, the replay <laughs> I watched, he actually was just, he just all right, like all right, all right. <laughs> Like, we were fortunate enough that we, by virtue of missing the spot by three thousandths of a freaking second, we were the first one not qualified. So we started on the pin of the first con. Always helps. Yeah. Always helps, right? Always we helps. We didn't have to fight our way forward. We didn't have yep. to do anything. All I had to worry about was getting a good restart and getting away from, Killed from Barney. And Barney was on the outside, and, and Sap was to my rear bumper. And we did. We, we did killed exactly. him. Yeah, we, well, I mean, I wouldn't say killed him, but we had a very good restart. By, you killed by him turn, on the start, buddy. By turn, middle of turn one and two, we were clear, right? Yeah. And that's that it's all you can ask for. Them battle. Yeah. And we were able to just get away to three, and then I was just managing the gap. Um, from there, it, it, yeah, it went well, but they did have a spirited battle. Yeah. Not as spirited as Concy 2. Yeah, that was a shit show. Not even close. <laughs> Concy yeah, shit show. We went green to checkered for the 15 laps with. Some beating and banging. They were forty it, minutes in. They, they were yeah. Thirty thirty. Would we figure thirty six? Yeah. Thirty seven like minutes or something. Run fifteen laps. Yeah. Massive cleanups, towing cars off track. Again, a couple of wrecks, cars on top. It's not track bashing. The slowest fucking cleanup crew I've ever seen in my entire life. Like I, they make the boys at Dylan look like they're on fucking crack. I will say, I I, I don't. I mean the the cleanup thing. Yeah, it took it took. I'm I'm not used to it taking that long. What did it for me was there's so much downtime oh, in terrible. between things there. It's like, dude, you are stretching this card out so long. People have been here since 6.30 a.m. There's no reason you need to get these people out of here at 10 p.m. Right. Like, there's so much downtime. I I don't even... I don't... I'm not I don't saying understand. I only want to be there for three hours. Nobody wants to just show no, up, no, be no. in and out in three hours. But you're never going to be with five or, five or six divisions. But you should never happened. be there for but fucking there 14 hours. Yeah. But there wasn't. There was TQs. There was four. Sportsmen. Are you about Saturday? Was Saturday. Friday was Friday. Five. Yeah, but Friday you guys you guys had practice but weren't yeah. racing. Yeah. yeah. Like that I get because yeah. it's just this... It's, it's a whole pomp and circumstance, right? Like that's what Friday was about. Saturday you had four divisions. Yeah. There's no reason where racing starts at two, which we did not which start did at not two. Start at we two. started at three. Three something, yeah. Yeah. So you're already an hour behind the eight ball, which again attributes to forty minute last chance qualifier. Again. Yeah. yeah and we fucking game. time trial everything, bro. Yeah, everything. Uh, I don't understand that. I'm not down with that. Uh, I'm not down with that. I, I can understand mods, even though I I stand on I love I love heat races. 
but I understand why you want to do time trials yeah. with modifieds. Euro style. As, 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 a, as a fan, I l- just love heat races. At some point, if you're going to time trial, just do it Euro style, especially a track like that. See, the problem is if you're going to time trial, you, to me, you can't do Euro style because you can't hear anything. So you can't even hear the announcers talking times and positions and all this crap to at least get top of the board, time. Brian Roby. Hey, yeah, for so. one thing, you could say you held the top of the board for a little bit. Uh, yeah, like two two people. Irrelevant. Andy J was third. And irrelevant. <laughs> but those TQ midgets were pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Other than the fact that that dude that that one dude was fucking on rails. <laughs> they were they ran him on the infield too, which I mean is fine for those, but at the same time. Those things are fully capable of running the big Could track. Could you imagine those things on the big track, though? They run on my Erie, which is a way bigger track than Jesus. Mine. They run on my Erie on a 3-8 mile, and I watch Andy J run them freaking things. And, I mean, you want to watch something impressive. How he basically, I don't know if he flat foots it. He probably, like, burps at the throttle. But, like, everybody else would lift going into the corner like a normal person. He just fucking what? And Andy J would hold it to the floor to, like, the middle of the corner. Till he saw Jesus. <laughs> and then, like, kind of fight with the thing to get it kind of wrangled back in and right back. I'm on. honestly surprised Flores wasn't his. Yeah. Flores runs those indoors. Right. And he was, he was trying to qualify the Madre. So yeah, but still, seat time, seat time, baby. Yeah. I mean, Andy J didn't bring his either. I no. Kind of, I feel like it's pretty well known that the Turkey Derby is a very tough race to even get into, period. Yeah. So if you're going to go run it, you're going to go I get you. I get you. Yeah, you're not going to take But that was a decent race. I didn't watch the mud buses. I, I, ref- I refuse. Yeah. The sportsman race on. was. I will watch dirt modifieds on dirt. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't I don't think they're I don't, good on I don't understand. I don't understand the whole skinny tire thing on the modifieds. I, I don't get that. I, I do and I don't. I mean, I, I like get, I get it. it. I get if you want to do 602. Sure, do 602s. I'm, I'm cool with that. If That's fine. If you're fully limiting them, like a, a, a 602 cast iron transmission, two barrel car, you know, like an SK Light yeah. is a very, very numb car. Uh, you know, the shock limitations, transmission limitations, clutch limitations, two barrel carb on a 602. So you're making what 300 <laughs> 320 horse, 300 horse you're making no horsepower <laughs> then i can understand that and yeah but those were 602s with four barrels weren't they oh i don't know what this weekend down there what the sportsmen were do they run four barrels or two i don't know but it, it to me you have to have a pretty limited car to go to a skinny tire because if you have any certain any realistic amount of power on a short track like this give them the tire yeah, you know, let them let them run because the problem is that you're changing everything about the car, right? You're changing the suspension setup. You're changing the the wheels are different than what we run. The the offsets are different than the way we run. You know, everything else is different about it. So, if you really want it to be a learning division or a stepper division, why don't you at least let them use the same tires and wheels? Ollie six fifty. Okay, so they are on a four barrel. So I I don't know why. Yeah, I that's what I mean. A, run them on a harder compound with a wide tire. Yeah. Do something. Do that. Like, it, I it, that they but. looked dumb. Yeah. And that's, yeah. <laughs> I agree. It looked like a street stock that had its fenders ripped off. That's legitimately what it looked like. Yeah. What do they call the wall mod? What do they call that race on Friday night? The SKs, wall mod. I think they call it an SK race. I thought it was an SK They called it an SK race. Is that what they called it? Yeah. Yeah, That's what they labeled it online. Yeah, they call them wall mods because SK is freaking whatever. But SK, yeah. That's basically what they are. It's a built cast iron, two-barrel motor, blah, 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 blah. 
they ran the same compounds as the Tormods, the 20s and 30s, which is what we've been running with the 604s here or whatever. Um, I don't, you know, I don't necessarily always agree with that. Like, I feel like even those should be on a slightly harder tire, but um, but at least be on the right tire. The SK lights, on the other hand, are completely numbed down. Put them on a 10 inch, sure. I say that. The motors are. Yeah, they're not stock. They're They're not not ball cap. Get out of here. They're probably. They're stock ish, like 13A ish. The sad sad part is, yeah. (laughs) The sad part is, let it go. (laughs) Let it go. Slide one in there. (laughs) If they. uh, If they just ran the stock 602 on a four barrel, it'd probably make as much as this as these fifteen thousand dollar rebuilt 602s so on dumb. a two barrel. I, I don't get it. So but dumb. Whatever. All right, regroup here. Yeah, really sorry. So, Time trials. We do it. We are, we're we're, we're up to the race, that. really. We're up to the race. We start nineteenth. Cold as fuck. P nineteen. Yeah, it was a high of I think we've got to what, thirty nine? I don't think we did. <laughs> I don't it think was, we did. It was not warm. And I don't think we the, did. Then once the sun went down and it started getting windy, and then the cars on the track pushing more wind around. It was brutal. It got cold. We had tire every... temperature rolling out on the track. The tire temperature was 36 degrees. Jesus Christ. Hockey pucks. Mm-hmm. And I wanted on record that there were two GoPros in Brian's car, and we had trouble with the batteries. We're, uh, we are, what's that called? We are hypothesizing. That the batteries got too cold and shut the cameras down. Yeah. It happens. I can almost guarantee it. Um, But we roll out 19. It takes forever to get through intros. I want that on record. Weird. Um, Then the whole inside versus outside roll. I don't hate that. I I don't hate it. It's disgusting. I don't hate it. It's different. It's different. (laughs) And I don't hate it. Disgusting. It is what it is. Yeah, that's... It's kind of exciting. No, it's not. For anybody that doesn't know what they're talking about, they literally stop. Bring everybody on the front stretch. Make sure they're lined up correctly. Dumbest thing in the world. Side by side, like they're staged, ready to go. And then they take the entire inside line and run that out. And then the entire outside line drops behind them. And that's how we do pace laps slash hot laps. Not really. Pace laps only. And then hot laps, you double up and then fucking go. Yeah, they double up. They bring that line all the way back up. Dumb as dog shit. And then they throw the green for it. For hot laps, everybody just kind of falls back in line again. So I, I like it. don't. I mean, dumb it's as a little dog razzle shit. dazzle. No, maybe. it's dumb as dog shit. Come on now. I could see. I could see doing it for like the tour mods and the, yeah. the SK mods the night before. Like it's one like division. sticking your tongue on I a battery. See it. You get a little shock. You get a little no. juice, huh? Huh? Disgusting. Come on. <laughs> it doesn't make a lot of sense. Come on. I could. I, I can see both. Like I could see doing it just as like a special thing. Like hey, this is something different. Cool. Yeah. But doing it for every division and all that, I don't get it. No. I didn't mind, it. and it anyway. does waste more time. And then it a was ton more time. Yeah, green flag drops, and then it was hang, just try to survive Off to the demo derby. Yeah, try lap one. We didn't even make lap one. Yeah, it was wild. It was a. And lot. then to, and then again, the whose line is it anyways? We're just gonna make up rules as we go. All of a sudden, we have a rule now that if you hit somebody and you're called for aggressive driving and they can't come back out, you're parked for the entire yeah. event. Johnny Bone, Danny Bone, Danny Bone got boned, got Got boned. Danny Danny Bone got screwed Mm -hmm. because that car came back out. And that, to me, dude, as a fan, now you guys probably have a better intuition and like kind of know the ins and outs of it. To me, it did not look like rough riding. That's just that's just my opinion on that whole thing. Convenient. It looked like 
hard racing. It looked like what we had been watching the last all weekend half. You know what I mean? But I didn't see anybody else get thrown out of the race. Convenient that I believe one of the sponsors on the side of the car that he took out may be a very high-end track sponsor. Well, somebody somebody was mentioning that. Yeah, two, right? It was took out. I, yeah, it quotes. took out, yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was... That was crazy. And I, I watched him go over to said car. And he they tried to have a conversation, and it didn't didn't look like that conversation was met with like a rational head. It seemed like everybody Never was is. mad and they were in there were thrashed pretty hard. However, the car that he got DQ'd, like, like DJ said, went back on the racetrack. Yeah. Went back out and he was still DQ'd. I don't, I don't quite understand how that's fair. You know what I mean? It's not. It's just a, it's a bad look. It's just a tough, that's just a tough look. Um, but it was just kind of survival of the fittest, and then about lap thirty, maybe forty. I went to the trailer. We had the <laughs> well, no, lap thirty, forty. We had the malfunction with the helmet. That was deeper in. That was deeper. So lap oh. forty was when. So we started the race on fifteen lap. Oh, right, older right, tire right. than everybody yeah, else, yeah. and the, the whole plan was to try to conserve enough to pit with the leaders but we didn't want to pit early the pits didn't open till lap 40 for your change tires the pits didn't lap open till lap 40 as far as changing a tire in a cold pit anyways right. uh, and nobody's in their right mind is going to come that early right it's, but it still really wasn't like that it just dumb rule to have but you, it's still you know everybody's going to try to wait until at least lap 80 if not 100 or so to, to come get the tires to run to run the rest of it um so our goal was even though we got more laps is we got to save enough to we got to stay on the lead lap and save enough to actually make it like, I mean, I guess in that way, there were so many freaking cautions, it didn't matter. But the fall off is enough, too, that even when we did get a longer run there, we still maintained like three, you know, a quarter of a track lead, right? Like over straightaway to the leaders, even when there was only one or two cars behind us, in between us and the leaders, we were able to maintain enough pace to not really have a concern. We never came close to going a lap down, but um, it was one of those things we were trying to save. So, with not having no experience at that track and with that much stagger and all this crap, um, we had kind of talked back and forth on the radio even after the you know 20th caution at lap 35 that you know maybe we're going to come take a, an adjustment if we get another caution, which is a comical um, concept. <laughs> kind of knew there was going to be another caution. Yeah. yeah, so we came in around lap 40 to make just an adjustment, just a, really an experiment was let's see what this does. And it was spot on more or less so that stabilized the car enough that when we had that long run i was able to maintain good pace and all that stuff um it was then like 20 laps later that i started having a hard time here in the spotter and then i tried talking to the crew and couldn't get a response out of anybody on the crew or if i did it was the same no, you did. as the spotter you did from it. everybody me yeah. garrett <laughs> dan Collins. and then it stopped completely and then i'm looking at the radio and i can see the light lighting up and I got nothing, so I know it's a wiring issue. So I'm checking connections under caution, whatever. Checking connections on my earphones, checking the actual plug-in on the, the the whatever you want to call it, the harness there from the helmet to the the car harness. Checking the ones on the radio, checking friggin' everything, and it I got nothing. So I I came over and said, "Hey, I'm, we got to I got to come in," which I didn't know if anybody heard or not, but I just came in and uh, had people climb through through the window and and 
checking every connection. Same thing, wasn't working. Swapped the rate, the car radio out. Same, same issue, zero. So I figured it was obviously the earbuds had burnt out, which are all taped and wire tied and shit to my helmet. So you're not yeah. going to change those. And somebody asked me if I had another helmet. I said, yes. And luckily Dozer's familiar enough with the trailer and he wasn't spotting this time, but he was there. So he was in the trailer already getting it. So in the matter of one caution, four laps or something, we were able to change out the radio, check every connection, completely swap out my helmet, get earbuds back in, get helmet back on, gloves back on. Dude, um, dude, and back out. The glove they, thing almost sent me into a fucking stroke. <laughs> that guy would not let him roll until he had the gloves on. Well, I thought the guy was asking me if I had communication, yeah, you, and I was like, "Yes, I do." Yeah, and then and then, and then somebody, somebody, like, Cody's like, "No gloves." And I'm like, "Oh shit, I had taken well, them off. I didn't you, realize it." You picked your gloves off. You're like, "Yeah, I had them." And he's like, "No, you got to put them on." I was like, "We're fucking. We're they're about to go green, dude. Yeah. We got to roll him off." Yeah. <laughs> and you're just like quickly throw them on. Yeah, and I was like, "Jesus Christ." And then Larry, because I said, because I think out loud, and I didn't even mean to do this, but I think out loud I said, are you fucking serious? And Larry was like, no, no, no. They take that serious down here, man. You, you got to have everything. You got to yeah, look, you look at the go. rule books down there, man. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just like, got my emotions. I was, yeah. I was, I was stressed out. Full containment seats, fucking underwear, yeah. fucking yeah. the balacavas, fucking everything down there. Yeah, yeah. So get the helmet. Yeah. We're, we're gravy. Yeah. We roll back out. Thank God he was stuck on the gloves and not the fact that the helmet wasn't strapped or anything like that. But allegedly, <laughs> allegedly, allegedly, not gonna say it wasn't. I'm allegedly, it's a chance. Brian, um, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, we Speaking made it back out. Stroke. Didn't lose a lap. Yeah, uh, I can't say anything. I did it in the cart once. Impressive, and then, right? And then made it. Uh, yeah, made it to tire change without losing a lap. Then tire, we then we do a tire change. change. Lap one hundred two. We do yep. a tire change. Uh, yeah. 105? 105. 105. Yeah. 37 minutes before we turn a full green flag lap after the fucking tire change. Was it? Yeah. 37 yeah. Well, fucking minutes. I'm not complaining out of all of those incidents. I think we gained. Yeah, you picked off like 97 spots, I think, during that fucking I sequence. Was, I bet it was at least 10 spots that were gained by attrition just whack. On, on those whack. cars. Yeah. It was whack. awesome. And it was, but it, here's the thing. You had... 10 cars that didn't come in and take tires or had already taken the tires earlier in the race. Andy J. already had fall off. And then you had the whole pack because it was basically the rest of the field that came in and took tires on, on that same lap, 105. And we were fortunate. Now we were on the same tires as everybody else. Um, stacker was good. Tires, the car was good. Yeah. There's no doubt. And all we were doing was basically going hard enough to maintain pace with everybody, but that was enough to keep us in the hunt and then trying to avoid these freaking racks because yeah. there was racks from from second to sixth to tenth. You almost got first. caught up in one. Uh, the one on multiple. 20. Yeah. The oh, one on the front God. stretch the was bad, though, stretch, on that restart like, where oh, Andy J got into Salamito. Yeah. Salamito goes headlong into the wall, and we were <laughs> Luckily, got, you were on the inside. Yeah. We were fortunate we were on the inside because it was, yeah, when I went, when we stopped and turned two, red flagged it. When we came to a stop and turn two, I look over and it looked like a freaking parking lot. Yeah. Everybody on the 12. outside was just fucking. Doo, 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 yeah. Doo, doo. yeah. And <laughs> okay. it, not surprised. Like I said, I mean, as fast, the, the, you standing there in person, and I'm sure even on a live stream, it looks fast. And whatever it looks like on a video stream or in way person, faster. It is way faster in the car. I mean, yeah. it is wildly fast on that track. So, yeah, you have. But again, no time. The restart games also yeah. cause some of these fucking issues because yeah. we're either firing in turn two mm -hmm. or we're waiting until the second white, which, again, 
I'm fine with the games in the box. Mm-hmm. I'm fine with that. I'm I'm fine with small variations. Right. I hate this friggin' like going from you know either twenty miles an hour. Yeah. No, I don't like that bullshit. Or eighty miles right. an hour. I don't bullshit. I don't like that bullshit. Maintain a speed, but I'm good with firing at the first line or the second line or yeah. anywhere in oh, between. Anywhere so in the, the box. Fir- you know the first restart you come in and you're fucking gone. Why did you just grab that? I th- this is loose. Oh, okay. It's bugging the fuck out of me. Your OCD. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Tism showing. Roger. <laughs> <laughs> That's a Patreon conversation. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I just feel like the the games inside the box I'm okay with if you're consistent speed into the box. If you want to fire the first time at the white line and then the second time you're at the white line so the guy on the outside thinks that the third time you're going to be at the white line and right. you wait. That that's all fair, hundred percent fair. Yeah, starting in fucking turn two and <laughs> your full song into three, I'm like, Jesus. Oh yeah, <laughs> we're, oh, we're headed, boys. That were bad. They tell us to cross up and like we were going, basically going, and we're never even able to get. You were you were crossing up and going. Yeah. yeah fucking it was, wild. It was, pretty, it was really wild, but they don't police anything. I mean, as you, if you Weird. don't police it, what's going to happen? I mean, Weird. That's. When you let um, the inmates run the fucking asylum, this is what happens, people. Yeah. Well, I don't, Hour and 47 minutes to run 150 lapper. I don't even know if that's the right analogy to use, though. It, it doesn't, it does, because it doesn't really seem like the inmates were running the asylum. It just seemed like there wasn't much follow through or clarity. You know what I mean? Like they were making calls, they just weren't shitty ones. Okay, well, <laughs> I mean, I was going to try to be a little more diplomatic than that, but... I'm not. Okay. All right, well. But anyways, come on, P7. That, odds that we get invited back down to Turkey Derby. Not not great now. Boy, I, I we paid our way in. I, well, we could pay our way in next year. Yeah, I guess. Hey, listen, I, I handled an air jack all practice. Like, fucking... <laughs> sure. I, 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 I didn't. And I took and I took tire pressures. Oh, yeah. I was jack of all trades this weekend. It was a good time. Yeah, thank, so I thank God I wasn't spotting this week. <laughs> <laughs> there was a lot to handle. There. Oh my fucking word! Yo, and quick shout out to Dozer, dude. Uh, he answered like seven thousand of my. Yeah, he dumb was good questions. with you. Yeah, he was like he was he was Uncle Dozer to you this week. I was weekend. like, I'm gonna ask you a couple dumb questions that you're gonna be like, why are you here? How did you end up in this trailer? But he was good. He just like broke things down very. Listen, there there wasn't me. there wasn't a single person in that trailer this weekend that wasn't great. Oh yeah, I but. couldn't believe like having a crew that was twice as big as normal. Yeah, at a race we've never been to, with a bunch of rules that make zero sense, and a bunch <laughs> of issues constantly for the entire day. Yeah, in a very hectic pit area and a very wild friggin' race. The crew functioned friggin' perfectly. Yeah. I mean, I, I would say it's probably one of the smoothest races we've ever had with with all of the issues. Yeah. Like it was wild. I mean, I was blown away. That was, was great. It was great. It, there was no t- there was no tension. There, I mean, there was tension. <laughs> right, but, but it wasn't like, like, like no with each other of like you're no. fucking t- you're stepping yeah. on my toes or no. this or that or no. The crew eh. the crew was friggin' awesome. And I mean, just the tire stop. Like it came, we came in for the tire stop, and I said it's a cold pit. Everybody take your time. And I think we did it faster than we normally would. Minute, under like, minute and 32 because I have it on video. It's a minute it was a and 32 full, seconds. Well, full three-tire stop, and I had them check suspension components because I thought something might be loose. Yep. And, uh, yeah, it was, I mean, it was as smooth as can be. That I was mean, the, fun. The whole, the whole radio check, harness check, radio swap, helmet swap. Dude, I got to look I mean, at your shit. 
Yeah, I know. And Some, somebody it, else that's on like it bugs, ground, ground it, the friggin' antenna mount. It bugs the, the hell out of me. Yeah, I know. I gotta look. Me too. Well, I gotta he, look at it. He got in his feelings because apparently you use a Bell helmet. Oh my god! But you have a Simpson helmet. You got like a thousand dollar Simpson helmet sitting in the trailer. Why would you want to wear that? He yeah. Goes, he goes. DJ goes. I'll never fucking understand this. He's got a two dollar Bell helmet that he li- likes to race with when he's got a thousand dollar Simpson helmet sitting in the trailer. I'll why, never understand. Why would I want to beat up the good helmet? He goes. The only reason he wants is because it says state champion on a. I'll sticker make on you the a helmet. sticker. No. Was- <laughs> I'll make you the sticker. <laughs> I used those because they were free. Well, I mean, it's a relative term. <laughs> yeah. I have multiple of them, so why not use them? Uh, listen, instead I, of buying new helmets, I don't know what the difference is, but he was like fucking losing his mind. I was like, I "You are in your feelings about this helmet thing." In his feelings. Good news, I got like three more of those that I haven't used yet. You so we'll fucking would. Those. Um, <laughs> what do you think the possibility would be to get Cody on a pod? Oh, easy. Because he seems is he the tire is he the tire guy normally? Uh, not necessarily. Is so that his specialty or no? Cody, uh, I wouldn't say that. Uh, more or less, the nice thing with Cody is he's raced mods for years, and he, his father raced mods for many, many years. He himself, he himself, mods. where he runs SK mod, he runs, has an SK mod. He ran at Thompson last year. Runs water for quite a bit. Um, he's run Seekonk. He's run everything, all the Connecticut tracks. He's down that direction. He's like fifteen minutes from Thompson. Okay, um, but he he knows those tires well. He's also crewed for a bunch of mod teams for right. many years. So I more or less have used him in the tire corral just because he has so much experience with it. Okay. Um, but he's a, I mean, he's a great fabricator. Like they do, they do race car work more or less on the side, him and his father. Um, and they do beautiful work. I mean, their cars are freaking gorgeous and they're basically hand built more or less. Um, they start with, started like the one he's been racing started as a race works, but they've modified it so much that it's really more or less a home built, but it's gorgeous. Yeah. Um, and they just have, he just has a wealth of knowledge. It, the nice thing with him is because he, he knows mods so well, he's been around this game so long. He's one of those guys that I can say, you know, do this with the tires or whatever. And, and I know he's, he's got it, you know, I don't yeah. really have to worry about him. And am I going to double check him? Yeah. Cause I double check everybody, but that's, that's just the way I, I personally operate. But he just he just has a wealth of knowledge about mods. Cause he at one point he was staring at the tires so intently, like like you do at your when you came in uh from practice and you sat in your car with your papers and you're writing shit down and like you're in there for fucking thirty minutes just looking and going over things. That's how Cody was when he was looking at the when we didn't qualify in. He went straight to the tires and was like having this dialogue in his brain by himself about, well, are we putting on, we're going to put this, are we going to put uh, this set on, should we go with this set? Mm-hmm. You could just see it. And I'm like, fuck, man, that, that kid probably knows a lot, a lot of information that I want to, I'm just interested in knowing, like tires specifically, because yeah. I'm, I'm a weirdo, I guess. Um, I just didn't know. Well, you figure the tires are the only connection between you and the ground. Right. Right. So is not true. Your front nose was a little bit too. Yeah, that was <laughs> quite a bit. <laughs> that, was, that place was, yeah. Anyways, um, your tires can tell you most, most anything you want to know if you know what to look for. Uh, so I don't know what he was looking for in the case where he was staring at him, especially after qualifying. 
I know what I would be looking for. Uh, you look for your tire wear, make sure your contact patch is, is uniform across the ground. You're looking at, you know, was one tire cording, like it's getting completely abused versus another, you know, is one really cold? Another one's really hot. Like there's so many things you can look at on a tire, especially a mod tire because they're so wide, uh, that can give you a hint of what the car is doing or not doing. Um, that I'm sure he was probably just going through all of the stuff trying to figure out, make sure is there something we're missing, you know, or something we should do or whatever. And, and just learning, you know, there's just a lot to analyze, but dude, it was wild. This weekend was wild. Good time though. I appreciate the invite. And oh, absolutely. I'm glad you down. guys were able to make it. That it was, was pretty, so fun. It really overall, like the, the whole weekend was, was awesome. Just, just having all the people and, and going to a track we've never been to and, and all that, it, the worst part of the whole uh, the tire crowd was frustrating, but it was what it was. The worst part of the whole deal was was missing the the, the time trials by one spot. Really thinking we would, um, you know, like we said, that in years past, our time in the time trials would have been easily into the show. You yeah. know, anywhere from tenth to fourteenth, we would have been well in the show. And then this year, it wasn't. Um, that was the only like stressful part of the whole day. Really, everything else went so smooth that. I, can't even complain. It I mean, P seven, dude. P seven, uh, never having been there. I mean, there's race guys that race there all the time and didn't even qualify. You know, yeah, thirty four like, cars show up and you finish seventh. I mean, that's yeah. something to be said for. So. Yeah, yeah, without a doubt. I I can't complain at all. That we have one. I mean, all the bumpers, sidebars, everything's intact. One rear bumper mount is bent, and one uh, caster rod on the right front is is got a bend to it. For for what we set out to do, uh, I couldn't ask for a better end result really yeah we talked about it before we even left we're like man if we bring this thing back in a basket we just put ourselves so far behind this winter because uh, that car is that's only the third race on that car since we put it together if it comes back in one piece regardless of where we finish that was going to be a win because that sets us up to actually get everything else done this winter um and we did i mean we we ended it in a really a solid position amongst all of the good guys you know down there and the car was in more or less immaculate shape. So I I certainly am not going to complain at all and and had a great time doing it. You know, I can't thank the whole crew, everybody that did show up down there enough. It was, uh, it really was a blast. It was wild. Yeah. Wild. Yeah. And I got a bone to pick with you. All right. When somebody gives me a compliment, just let them give me the compliment. <laughs> don't shit on me somebody was giving me a compliment i think it was your sister your sister okay was, was giving me a compliment. looks at me and goes hey thanks for the updates on the facebook page i followed along while i ran home i'm like it wasn't me <laughs> it was zach and she goes oh should i tell him I'm like absolutely not <laughs> <laughs> yeah absolutely not she's like she's like you're doing a shitty job with the posting i was like well at least i'm consistent i guess and then she's like no he told me to say that i was like what a dick <laughs> I try hard. I try hard to be a member of the team when I'm down there. Hey, listen, I tried hard. I'm to not mounting tires. I'm not jacking up car. I'm not turning wrenches. I can post some motherfucking social media posts though. <laughs> I, just I thought you did a great job because I have probably a thousand notifications. Yeah, all from Rover Motorsports. <laughs> yeah. I have not been able to look at any of them. like. It's a lot. So much. It's a lot. <laughs> like it started Friday and didn't. And it still has not ended. Like it just every time I open Facebook, it's more notifications. So I'm like, all right, we gained yeah. some followers too. Oh, that's cool. It's yeah, like 15, 20 or something. Yeah, I got some friend requests from people down there that 
Sick. Yeah, no, I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah. But they were all, yeah, it was interesting. <laughs> and let the record be shown that a five-hour trip with DJ. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. So let me let me give you your props here. I give DJ shit because he drives like an old woman and will we'll never break the speed limit. It showed on GPS it was going to take us five hours and like two minutes or something like that. So we left 6 a.m. Friday morning. We He got us there with two stops. I still think you pee. You need to go to the back. Five hours, two pee stops. Really isn't that bad. Bro. We did zero. Yeah, I don't care. Back. Yeah, I don't care. It's... You really it's, it is it is what at eighty miles an hour northbound. Yeah, down. it is whatever. We made it back in four and a half with the trailer. He, he goes. <laughs> I crawl into the. I crawl into the truck and he goes, "Hey, we're going through Albany because I'm not about to go through New York." Yeah, I'm so, not going across the GW. Yeah, I was like, "Okay, man, whatever, send it down." And we got to Wall Stadium from my door to Wall Stadium exactly five hours on the dot, and then coming home, we got. Did we get under five? It was a little we just a hair five. under five. Just a hair under five, four fifty something. Mm-hmm. So props to DJ for getting with a stop. There with, with a stop. With one stop on the way home. See, this is what doesn't make sense to me. You only did one stop going home. You did two stops. Yeah, going but we down. got slowed down by that accident a little bit. No, we didn't. <laughs> we didn't even stop for it, I, dude. So there is. An absolute fucking pile up on the interstate. If you thought the wreck on the front stretch looked good. Six to eight cars on the interstate. There's shit all over the place. Just outside of Albany. I go, I go, hey man, should we pull over and stop to see if everybody's okay? He goes, nope. <laughs> Just fucking keeps driving. I go, well, I hope everybody's okay. That's, uh, that's, but to, to, to be fair, he did look, it didn't look like anybody it wasn't, was running around. Everybody crazy. was walking around. Everybody was Just, walking around. People were pissed, but. It, the cops, like the cops, ambulance, nobody had, be, nobody had nobody been nobody there. Had there. Like, there was, was still was steam coming off of one of the motors. Happened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. But there was fucking shit everywhere. Oh, yeah. Covered, covered both lanes and both breakdown yeah. lanes. I mean, cars in front of us were checking up hard. Yeah. Check, up, like check, the, up, check up, check up, check up, whole, check up, check up, check up. time home, uh, DJ, he's just like fucking being funny, trying to be like, oh, God, this guy's coming. We're going to dip it. But DJ's like, DJ's like, oh, 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 oh. And I was like, ha, ha, ha. We we made it around it though. But we, were almost, we were almost in one on the way down. That doesn't surprise me. You were driving. It, yeah. Well, it's, yeah. Oh, come on now. It wasn't <laughs> that bad. So we got down to we went down ninety one and got on eighty four in Hartford. And when we were turning on eighty four, I almost said something. I had the thought in my head. I'm like, oh, let's see if we can go get killed because eighty four is so friggin' bad. That's yeah. nasty. It's always an issue on eighty four. At least one, usually like half a dozen. And uh, we made it like a third of the way down 84 and we were in the high speed lane and they weird towing the, a fucking they came to a stop and i mean in a freaking hurry yeah to the point that i had the brake as far down as i could have it on the truck with the brakes turned all the way up on the trailer and uh we weren't we weren't gonna it wasn't gonna happen we, we were, were gonna, gonna fucking drive through the Got person it. in front of us pick up in front of us and about the six cars in front of them because it was like 80 to zero in, in no time. And uh, I knew the whole right lane was full of cars too. And I'm like, I hope they're freaking paying attention because all I could do, I, there was not enough room on the left side. We're coming down, boys. So we're, coming, we're coming to the right. <laughs> and I don't know who the Audi was and the Volkswagen behind him, but I give the Audi guy credit because he was, he was in the middle of my, he was like near the hitch of my truck and trailer. And I said, I, I headed right. Now, I didn't just suddenly jerk right like i just turned and aimed but it was a fast transition towards the right lane 
And that guy, I look in the mirror. I must have missed the, the pickup by about six inches. Um, and that guy got close to my trailer, but immediately went, you know, he turned and he went out in the breakdown lane to the point he was in the breakdown lane for like, I don't know, six, 700 feet while we made enough hole for him to get back in line. <laughs> but, but, uh, he avoided the Volkswagen that was like at the rear of my trailer. He saw the Audi go and he went as well. He didn't have to go as far on the breakdown lane or whatever, but these, I give them all credit because they, we were, we were in that. We were in the wreck. There was there was no there was no nothing. There was nothing I could do. I we were just, stacking them up. I was just break through the firewalls. I could be, and it weren't going to happen. It just wasn't going to. Roby's like, if the fucking radiator cap fits, I'm coming, boys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hang on to it. Yeah. Grab a fistful. I'm coming down. Yeah. Hopefully nobody's there. How how nothing got dragged or touched on anything, I don't know. But uh, yeah, that was <laughs> there was not a lot said there during it, and then everybody was like, that was a little close. Wow. <laughs> like, yeah, no shit. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's 84 Dude, for you're you. you're a fucking maniac. Not, I mean, maniac. That, but really, I wasn't, I wasn't tailgating the guy. We were all just rolling. Yeah. I mean, it, you know, it wasn't like. We were all just rolling. We were. Uh, we were. We weren't. We yeah. That's what I said at one point. Like, all of a sudden, I looked down, and we were, like, in a 55, and I was doing, like, 80, 83, 84, something like that. I'm like, ooh, boy, that's aggressive. And I'm like, ah, you know what? Fucking DOT's law says they're going with the flow of traffic. <laughs> You're good to go. <laughs> we go, who the fuck reads those books? And we're like, Roby. Roby definitely has. He said he probably has a hardcover one at home. That, that when there's updates, he that takes was, a page out. Yes, you did. The no, fuck you we didn't. We were talking about merging. We were talking about merging. Yeah, but, yeah no, no, because you said something about one night you were tailgating Sonopy, somebody in Sonopy. And you said something about the flow of traffic, and you're obstructing it. Oh, he's talking about coming home from Seekonk, and the you, guy in front of you. That was in Newbury. You were a hundred percent terrible. And I wasn't. Yeah, I you was. said something about the fucking <laughs> flow of traffic, and yeah, at one a.m. the yeah. fucking flow of traffic <laughs> yeah, yeah, through Newbury, yeah, New Hampshire. Yeah. So don't give me that shit. Yeah. You quoted it more I than once, asshole. But that was not. A, that was not a department or no uh, freaking national highway safety. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that was that, Brian Rowe. That was the person wants to be home. That was my driver's ed instructor saying you you only have one job as a driver on the roll road and that is to not impede the flow of traffic and i just cannot agree more with that statement yeah but if the fucking speed limit's 35 you can't come blowing through a 50 50 i wasn't dog 50 50? you think he was going 50 there's not a chance in the middle of newbury i was it was okay it was 1 a.m rolling i was doing like 40 Oh, okay. I don't. Bu- I don't buy that for a I was. second. Forty, 100%. dude. Stop it. I never come through Newbury at more than more than ten over the speed limit because they mm-hmm. are pretty good about patrolling that stretch. Mm-hmm. On that, that note, guy was doing like thirty, which is because it's thirty through the town of Newbury. <laughs> That's the speed limit. On I'm that just note, saying, get the hell. I don't care how slow you want to go. Pull the hell over and let the guy let people go if you want to well, go. Well, dude, slow, you came up. Out. You came up on that guy quick. I don't think you really had a choice. There's, it's not like you can just pull off on the side of the road. There's thirty new- lights on the truck, in front of the truck and the trailer, and I, they can see me coming. <laughs> Maybe, but it is one a.m. I feel like people are like, like oh, "Oh fuck!" Yeah, take <laughs> a pull over and take a nap, and then I'll be gone, and you can resume your freaking twenty mile an hour trek home. Dude, you're <laughs> an absolute fucking lunatic. Yeah, on that note, we're going to start getting some guests in here and some other shit. Yes. Good. 
Um, what is next? Snowball Derby. Snowball. Uh, no, iRacing no. League starts Wednesday night. That's true, too. Oh, yeah. Shit. I forgot. Is the All-Star car going to be there? Uh, No. Trevor Young says he'll be the first <laughs> first contestant if you need to be here Wednesday night. Really? Yeah. Uh, only do that if Trevor Young comes on here and tells us what his plans are. He probably he would mind. I don't think he'd mind. So I ask him. He was also at Wall. He was at Wall. <laughs> he messaged the podcast page, so I'll let you two hammer yeah. that one out. Yeah, he was at Wall. Or or Weasel. Well, dude, I don't. Is Weasel even going to be? I don't know. I don't know. I I have the you pedals. Got, I have. You, the you got two nights to come up with the All Star <sighs> car. I don't know if it's going to get done this week, boys. Yeah, weird. P.O.T. Yeah, P.O.T. P.O.T. All right, on that note, see everybody later. We'd like to take a moment and thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Turn 4 Podcast. Have a question, comment, or query? We would love to hear from you. Reach out to us today at our Facebook page, Turn 4 Podcast. And until next week, we'll see you at the racetrack.